Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Foltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Good evening, Chris. I tell you what, I'm so grateful that we decided to set up this podcast because after watching that, I'm a big bag of emotions because I'm kind of a bit pissed off because they're dragging this sucker out. I really wanted to see this recoupling tonight, but they're going to make us wait until Monday um, but also I'm loving the different dynamics between the different people and, and I need to get some emotions out there so where do you want to start today? It's got to be with the, the man of the hour at the moment Dave, he's almost turning into Alan Partridge for me, he's Carrington <laughs> that guy is fucking deluded 101, he, he He's so, I just think he's so chauvinistic when I watch it now. He's just like, he's, he doesn't give a fuck about any of these girls. He's in there, like you said yesterday, it's an 18 to 30 fucking trip for this guy. Um, I, but he's coming across so arrogant and, and not genuine. I mean, look, he's about as genuine as fucking Mercedes is, Dave. Let's be honest. Mercedes fucking play for Carrington was even worse than what she did with Johnny. It was terrible. So I think them two deserve each other, if I'm being honest. And, and, and he's still... He's still fucking around with the idea of a Kirsten, isn't he? Which is like, she's if Kirsten got anything about her, she will go nowhere near that clown. To be fair, I, actually, I'll come back on to Carrington for a minute. What I do want to say is, you know what, Chris? I am really liking Caleb. I just like his kind of chilled vibe, but he, he just talks fucking sense. He seems normal, you know. Yeah. He, he's called Johnny out, you know. Well, he, said, he sort of said he's, he's not going to judge him, but, you know, he reminded him about Sally and what have you. And to be fair, it was Caleb saying about, you know, there's a third option and, and you could always, you know, the person you are coupled up with is Kirsten. But I don't think Carrington sees that as an option. I, I think that's a closed door for him. I don't think Kirsten thinks that way. Um, but there's something hugely, you, you said it, he's, Carrington, he's so arrogant, but I think he's kind of superficial as well. I, I just, yeah, he doesn't come across well for me at all. And I must admit, I was a bit surprised that he chose Mercedes to go on the date. Yeah, I was, to be honest, because I think, I think with him, that's what I'm saying, she's not genuine at all. So it's like, well, what, what is he seeing here, Carrington at all? I, I, for me, Dave, it's just, a, it's, and I'm not just blaming um, Mercedes at all for this because I understand what she's doing. However, it's like she's there for a good time and he is, that's it. It's just, it's just to have a bit of a, bit of a passionate, you know, liaison with somebody, but you're messing with other people's emotions. That's, that's the whole point of the show, isn't it? If there's not a couple that splits, then Love Island would be fucking shit, wouldn't it, really? If I was just couple one <laughs> one and that was it for the rest of the thing, I, I totally get it. But I think the way that dynamic's gone, and obviously, like you said, and I think you were right yesterday, you said, well, to be honest, you know, Johnny pretty much shut the door on her. They're just not nice people, I don't think, Dave. Just really aren't nice people, either of them. I just, I can't warn to either of them. I just think they're a pair of, uh, I'm not going to see you next Tuesday, shall we say, but there you go. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're grade A narcissists, aren't they? Both of them. Yes. And, and yeah. so, like you say, I do think they deserve each other. Um, Mercedes, you know, she's clearly there. She's making a play 
to get back into the villa, to be on screen as much as you can to increase that social media following and maybe get a bit of a you know minor celebrity lifestyle out of it. That is Mercedes' game. So, um, you know, I, I think, to be fair, you know, she has mixed things up a bit because although we're calling them out for it, kind of makes brilliant TV. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I just think... I think he's a better match. If I was actually to try and match them, you know, I think he, he does fit better with Laurel. But, and, you know, she's clearly thinking the same. She's thinking, you know, this. she's not shown any interest in anyone else. But he's like, yeah, I just want to sort of keep my options completely open. And then, uh, you, you know, though, even when he's like talking to Mercedes, the way he sort of sat back and he's sort of looking down, it, it just... It just is very chauvinistic for me. I, I just, I don't like his vibe at all. No, and, and I think as well, Dave, when you're looking at like the dynamics of the group, I was laughing at Mackenzie as well, to be fair. You know, she's with Jalen and she's like, I'm a real loyal girl. And I'm like, <laughs> don't think so. Don't think so. Connor's there fucking stroking and feeling up your fucking teddy bear for you that you put in his case. You soon forgot about Mr. Fucking Cuddles or whatever he's called, you know, so... <laughs> I don't fucking believe that for him. How I slated. Could she say how loyal she is. But we see this, Chris, <laughs> on Love Island all the time, don't we? Where you know yeah. someone else does something, it's terrible. But if I do it, it's okay. And and the way people forgive themselves for things, I cannot <laughs> believe she had the gall to say how loyal she was. Yeah, I was pissing myself, Dave. I, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I I, I think. And you're right, I've said this before, is this like a human nature thing? Forget them, I've said it about the UK one. Are we all like that, Dave? It's all, what's good for the goose is not always good for the gander. And that's what it's like, isn't it? If I do it, it's fine, it's a laugh. If you do it to me, though, we're going down, we're fucking getting the gloves on and and thrashing it out. So, yeah, it it, it always makes me piss on this. And I think, I'll tell you what, Dave, watching the relationships build. So you look at McKenzie, but you're looking at Moira there with Aaron that's developed. Even, you know, he did the old trick at the end of the, I mean, they took him there. I love the fact that we've been to Vegas and I know exactly where they are in the Cromwell. And they've just took him into a shop and put a chair into one of the fucking patisseries. Dave and made it into like this, you know, this little coffee shop they've got into. It is a, like a shop of sorts, but they're, they're, they're having to play with the scenery, aren't they? Because they haven't got much to go off. They've got a contain yeah. within that hotel. So I do like what they're doing there. But I think Aaron did the old classic. It was almost at the cinema level of yawning and putting his arm around him. And he, was, and he went, yeah, can, can we have a hug? And then he just fucking got older and was like, yeah, we're going in for a kiss. And she didn't really have much choice. Now, she did reciprocate, but I thought he was a little bit naughty. And then, then you look on the flip side, Calvin is shitting himself, isn't he, Dave? I don't know what's happened to him. I mean, he does a bit of dancing and that. Um, but he, he genuinely... Is, is that what you sheer, well, something like that. Sure. She she's really like up front, but I don't think she's into him at all. No. She is purely using him to get in the house, like you said about Mercedes, just to get that extra bit of exposure and a bit of bit more me time in the in the villa and get the cameras on him. Um yeah, it, there's nothing between them two, but Calvin's falling for it, the donut completely. Yeah, I d I don't think they suit each other. Cher is Oh, crikey. I, again, I say they're all different degrees of 10, but she's definitely up by the top, isn't she? I, I think she's gorgeous, but I don't see her going well with Freckles. And, you know, no. it, it, he is, you can tell he's falling for her. And she's not, 
she's not pushing him away because why would she? Again, she can get in the villa. Now, to be fair, I don't think she's making a particularly aggressive play or anything, so like Mercedes is. But it's like if this guy, you know, is really digging me and gets me into the villa, happy days. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so I don't, I, I can't see anything wrong with what she's doing at all. But if we can, if we can just go back to Mackenzie, Chris. So, Jalen, I think has played a great game. Up until tonight, right? And he's properly snatched defeat from the jaws of victory, I think. Because the whole thing that prompted Mackenzie to, to suddenly reinvent herself as this loyal <laughs> woman, you know, in a veil and everything, um, is because Jalen was like, you know, I just asked that we don't go too fast, you know, and, and we take things slow. And she's like, huh. So he's keeping his options open, whereas Connor was like all in from day one. So, you know, and, and I love old Matt Hoffman there. He's like, she, she's pissed off at him because he's keeping his options open. So she's going to keep her options open. So she's doing exactly the thing that it's this weird kind of because he's like, oh, that's just bunch of twats, Chris. <laughs> you know what, though, Dave? Tripping over my words here, and I'm thinking, you just she because he's doing the same. She's doing the same because he's doing it. It's like oh, the hypocrisy, Chris. Yeah, it, it runs deep, David. You know what I love as well is you're looking. I say love because I'm sure if it was our kids or it was us, you'd be like, oh, this is fucking fucking terrible. But Connor and Sally are both absolutely nailed on what their partners have done. And Sally even said to him, well, you know, if to Justin, if, if he gets with someone and he's kissed with him and he's, you know, he's stay and he's trying to exploit that, I think that's going to be it. We're over. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck. Well, Johnny's definitely fucked now. And then fucking Connor's there going, I really think there's something between us. And good old Carrington, Dave, is the worst person ever to give him a pep talk because he's <laughs> telling him it was almost as if they'd seen what was going on in the main house. And he's giving him the worst fucking pep talk ever. You know, and Connor... I did feel sorry for Connor because I've given him a load of shit the last few days and sort of half justify what Mackenzie's done. But Connor does say, did say, and I felt a bit sorry for him then, he did say, I- I'm not very good at expressing how I feel, but I really yeah. like it. And I was thinking, oh, shit, he's fucked now, Dave. I'm telling you, I just can't see it. He's going to get that teddy and rip it to fucking pieces. And across the road from where they're staying, Dave, is a builder bear, so we can go and get a replacement <laughs> at the end of this corner. Because <laughs> I got one for Jordan years ago. <laughs> Cheer himself up with some M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm still loving these these shots of Vegas, Chris. I must admit, when they sort of pan out and stuff and you can see it, oh, it's beautiful, beautiful. It is. I'll tell you what, though, Dave, we did see Pat. Pat spoke tonight and oh, we yeah, saw yeah. DeAndre at the end. These two fuckers have not even been uh, featured at all. Between them two and Gigi, there's been nothing. They have not been... It's, it's so obvious when you watch. I mean, keep going on about this, but I feel said sorry for him because they're probably lovely people, but they've just not really had any any real airtime. But why would you feel sorry for him, Chris? They're a fucking all-inclusive bloody holiday when the rest of us are stuck at home, fucking locked in our houses, apart from going to the <laughs> shops. So don't I feel won't be fucking there. sorry for them. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a little clue in what Pat said when he was talking to Kirsten. He said, like, you know, I was I was so caught up in just going with the flow and everything that, you know, I, I'm kind of reminded that there's a recoupling. So I don't think he's made an effort to really speak to anyone or do anything. So in other words, he's just been shit TV. So that's why we haven't seen him, I reckon. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
can't even come back with anything. So you're probably right. Anyway, <laughs> let me just say about about Connor as well. I had exactly the same thought. I mean, I haven't gone in quite as hard on him as you, as you have, but the, the fact that the fact is, he hasn't done anything intentionally malicious. He's just been a bit shit at communicating, and Mackenzie was the initial problem in my opinion, you know, the way she was being off with him and like, it was like they'd been married for years kind of thing. And then he's ogling other girls at the beach or something, you know, it's like she was giving him a much harder time. And then he was struggling to be able to deal with that. And then he was doing the whole shit. Can you be my girlfriend? No, we're moving too fast thing. That was a bit shit, but it's not malicious. So I can't, think too badly of him. It's not like Carrington where he's just like, hey, fucking 1830s holiday. Let's fucking dip my wick wherever I can. You know, <laughs> that is, is you know, distasteful behavior for me. Whereas Connor's just been a bit crap. And the fact that he has been so loyal. So we know that Johnny, you know, and I'll throw a prediction out there. So Johnny's going to walk back on his own, isn't he? But will Sally actually forgive him for the whole Mercedes thing? You know, I reckon Carrington's going to choose Mercedes. I, I wouldn't even, if if Carrington is 50-50, I reckon the producers will be like, come on, you know, you know, Mercedes is great gold TV. You know, she, she mixes it up a bit and then, you know, you're going to have her and, and then that's going to be an extra dynamic because if Sally knows, you know, it's different. If Sally knows Johnny kissed someone who she never meets, it's very different to... Johnny kissed this person who's living with us now in the villa. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Dave, it's TV at the end of the day, and it? it's ratings. They've got to do it. I, I think so as well. And looking at people coming in, there's going to be some. I mean, Justine was very upset with Kate thinking about Caleb. He's not going to let her down, Dave, at all. I did I did think his head was swayed the other day. It's not. He's yeah. going to get back in with Justine. That's a that's a cert. And they could actually end up being the actual um front runners really to actually win it so yeah. um I, I i think there's a chance there she seems really genuine he is um i know we would called her out what she did earlier on with rachel and that but it's worked out i think she there's a genuine connection and she was getting upset so like you know i've not been anyone's first pick mm. i think she deserves more than that but looking at all of us yeah johnny and selly i i think you could be onto some of those i think selly give him a load of shit gets upset gets everyone round her but i think she may forgive him and Johnny's stupid because made me laugh, Johnny. Fucking Dave. Has he never seen the show? He went, well, if he gets back to her, that was I'm thinking, mate, <laughs> they're going to show a fucking video of that at some point. You've got to watch some version of Casa Amor on the UK one. There's going to be something sent back to them. Do you think? Because surely they, the time for that has been and gone. Surely they, they uh, normally yeah, send true. stuff back about halfway through. And Casa Amor is usually about a week, isn't it? I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then yeah. they'll send, I'm sure in the UK one, they send like a, a newspaper or something. So it's just, it's still images with a, a little bit of a headline and stuff like that. Because um, it is Temptation Island, isn't it? Where they, they're showing them the actual footage. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think Johnny will have to explain it. But like I say, it'll be tougher to explain with Mercedes there. So that's that's why I think that's that's the way Carrington's going to go. Yeah, exactly. And, and also, Dave, like, even if he doesn't explain it to her, no one says anything. As soon as they get out, they're going to be over if he doesn't explain it. So he's going to have to come clean. But <laughs> what a fool. What a fool. What? What, like, they're not going to be over anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin it, Dave. 
I'm thinking of the OK magazine they're going to get at the end of it. If there is an OK, I think there is an OK magazine in America. I've seen it when we've been in Vegas, the magazine stalls and that in New York. So I, I think I mean, so. It, reflecting on it, it is a shame, isn't it? That I mean, again, Mercedes has gone in there to shake things up. And actually, uh, so we did get a tweet from Muddy Woodhaven. And it says, I think Mercedes is a plant too. I'm calling it now. Carrington will take her back to the villa and she'll wreak havoc on Johnny and Sally. So yeah. uh, kind of what we were saying before that I, I absolutely, you know, she has gone in to disrupt what was the strongest couple and uh, she's done it. You know, Johnny had a few snogs, but he's, he's fucked it up because they were absolutely the front runners, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, by a, a long way, Dave, a long way. And it's his own fault. He's an idiot for what he's done. There's no justification. And also, Dave, you talk about Carrington. We've had actually an email from our good friend, Lorraine, and she sent one in, Dave, and it says, uh, Super Spreader is the title of the email. <laughs> Hi, Chris and Dave. The only thing better than Love Island USA is your episode recaps on your podcast. I'm loving watching as the drama unfolds and then listening to your hilarious takedowns. Oh my God, Carrington is a super spreader, acting like he is. He is at, acting like he is at an all. You can eat buffet. Ooh, gross. Sorry, I had to read that again. I thought we. Were, I thought what was reading then? A big shout out to the narrator as he's come. He has some great one liners. Long way the drama continue. It makes a great viewing. Bye for now, Lorraine. So thank you, Lorraine. We love your emails. We've got one off for the VHS, haven't we? Dave strikes back, which we'll read on the show this uh, next next week. So brilliant, oh, Chris. That. Fucking American Pie episode. I just listened back to it and I'm like, oh, fucking hell, did we really, we really a bit too candid, I think, we? about teenage shenanigans? But, um, <laughs> move on, Dave. Quickly. Yes, let's move on quickly. But, um, so we did have another tweet as well. So from Susan over at uh, Geek Girl Soup. And she says, I think the announcer referred to what's-his-name as Freckles. They've been listening to you. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I did notice that as well. And I have to say, Chris, and, and apologies to Susan, because I, when we were doing uh, one of our previous seasons, we had a bit of a mix-up with the email, didn't we? Because we'd set everything up, so cdrealitycast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know I hadn't set it up on my phone. And I'm like, Chris, have you, are you monitoring the emails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Which, which email were you monitoring, Chris? <laughs> CD Reality Podcast, I think, or something <laughs> like that. Not the one we, we create. What happened? Let me tell the story. So as Dave, Dave Dolphy's ever really said it on, Love, on the Love Island cast, if you've been with us from the start, but... We do that. We do like, a, obviously, we've got four or five big podcasts, haven't we? We do. And when we have an idea, Dave can literally message me and say, I've got an idea. And we may have a, a 10 minute conversation. And me being Mr. Enthusiastic fucking Labrador gets completely involved, gets a logo done, gets a fucking. I end up creating a theme tune. I then go and create the podcast, the email address, everything. And <laughs> we. <laughs> I didn't realise with the CD reality cast when we were changing the name from the Love Island cast because we said it made more sense than it because of all the, the different shows people were asking us to do. So I look, I tried to create CD reality cast at gmail.com and it's not available. And I thought, that's a bit strange. So I didn't even twig that, you know, my co-host may have done it. So I created CD reality cast podcast at gmail.com. 
And then messaged Dave and went, strange, you know. He went, yeah, because I fucking created it. You know, as if I'm someone else sure is going to. <laughs> and I'm not sure, was it podcast or did he create pod or something? Some, I... Something like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told you, but yeah, yeah. The uh, the professionalism that we have, Chris. But um, we, we <laughs> no, ended you've up, got, not me. We, we ended up, eventually put it on my phone and I'm like, fucking hell, we've got loads of emails. <laughs> so we had some from Labour of Love. <laughs> And uh, I think it was Susan dropped us a voicemail as well. I was like, oh, fuck. We, you know, this was a month or so after we closed off the season. So if you do email us at cdrealitycast at gmail.com, we are now monitoring the correct inbox. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll read it out. Or if you send us a voicemail, we'll play it. Again, we love the interaction. And Chris, th- this is what I said before, isn't it? It's great doing things like, uh, you know, the retrospectives, like the o- Australian um, Love Island that was replayed. But I love it when it's live and then people are, you know, interacting with us and, you know, got their opinions. And these these couples are strong and these ones, well, not so much this season, but, you know, and these are a bunch of bastards. So, yeah, absolutely love that interaction. Yeah, and you know what, though? To be fair, we did well with the Aussie one because I'd already seen it and I was trying my hardest not to ruin anything. I did a couple of times and you did the old fucking Inspector Clue. So, oh, so, oh that, well, that means that then they've not won it then, don't it, Chris? And I'm like, oh, shit. Because I was trying not to <laughs> reveal, but my wording wasn't the best, Dave. If we're, if we're getting arrested, we're going down for a five-stretch. You, you know that. things <laughs> like I can't even remember him being there. It's like, all oh, right, okay, so he's gone then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying my best, Dave. I was trying my best. Yeah, I tell no. you what, you did really well, though. So old Grant Crap, you know, had me fooled. You know, I thought he was a top bloke. And then find out, fucking, he had a girlfriend on the outside the whole time and got back with her after the show. Yeah, that's some relationship, that, Dave. For letting him say you love somebody else just to go further in the show. That was fucking horrendous. Um, that that was a good show, though. That was a good series. But no, it's good this day. And I'm, I've got to say, this US one so far, and we're at the halfway mark now, has been the best. It's better than the first series by a fucking country yeah. mile. It really is. And it, and it, I'm not sure whether it'll, whether it'll be the best, one of the best ever, I don't know. But it's the, the DNA of what Love Island is about. And I think it's going to help the fact that it's six weeks, not four, like the first series. Because they, they were on an island in Fiji, weren't they? It fucking pissed it down, literally, for the four <laughs> yeah. weeks. And there was no real... You didn't have any emotional attachment to a lot of people because literally they came in and two days later, Lowton were just getting voted out. So it was a bit like a Big Brother scenario. So this has been really good for me, I must admit. Yeah, I, I would have preferred Casa Amor to, to happen kind of, you know, around now you know, at the end of week three instead of the beginning of week three. Because I, I, I'm i sure previously, you know, it was around the halfway point, but, you know, it was closer to the end, I'm sure. But, um, no, it's great. And I, I think this is this is up there for me. We need a bit more kind of, uh, a few more arguments, don't we? A bit, bit more drama, or as far as you're concerned, Chris, a bit more blood on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but in yeah. terms of the relationships and the dynamics, and you know that that is really interesting for me. So I, I'm really, really enjoying this series. 
Yeah, I am. I must admit. So, like everyone has done and got in contact with us at the correct email address, <laughs> apologies. And if you have sent something and thought the pair of bastards haven't read them out to us, no, it's just simply that Chris was monitoring the wrong email address. <laughs> so I, I take it all on my broad shoulders and I can only apologize. Uh, if you do want to contact us, the real email address is cdrealitycast at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow us on Instagram and uh, Twitter, at cdrealitycast. Today, we're not going to be recording episode 18 because it's just a complete recap we will be back on Sunday for episode 19 I can't wait, the recoupling I I thought we were going to get it tonight but I'm chomping at the bit so have a great weekend Chris and I'll see you next week and Dave as you always say bye now (laughs) 